0: It has taken over. It has taken you so all you recognize is it. So you think you're speaking about yourself, but what you're speaking about is that dark evil force that crouched on your door. You opened that door. It came in and took over. Mm, mm. I like the way this commentary that I, I read put it. It says, if you choose not to do well, Cain says lies at the door like a lion ready to attack. You will either be lifted up or you will be attacked. Yeah. It's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so why we have to be sober. We have to be sober minded. Diligent. Yeah, so the thing here is not even an attack. Mm-hmm. I want you to understand that the thing here is that it's going to rule over you. And that's a mistake we Christians make. We think we're being attacked, but we have willingly given ourselves over to sin. Cain oh, no, wasn't being attacked. Mm-mm-mm. Wow, that's good. was tempted and she gave in to the temptation. It was crouching right there. That's why I made it very clear that... Abel did not do anything to upset Cain. I mean, God was the closest person that did something to upset Cain because obviously it was God that rejected him. Mm-hmm. But that anger came. So, yes, you would say it's temptation. What I'm driving at is we have desires that are ungodly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We willfully go for these things. Like, why was he angry already? Mm-hmm. The heart the heart is desperately sick, remember? Yeah. But you know what? The, the thing is, is that Cain, just like Abel, knew what the offering should have been. It was like a sacrificial offering. So he's like, well, I'm going to try this and see if I can get by with this. Right? Yes. That's a very good mm-hmm. point. We know what the right thing is. hmm mm-hmm. We refuse mm-hmm. to do that right thing. He says, master it. hmm mastering. So I want us to have an introspection. There's this whole spirit realm that we are a part of. We are also spirit beings. Even though we're not aware of it in the physical, we're not always thinking about it in the physical. We're always feeling like, oh, I cursed them out. Okay, that's how I sinned. I did this. I did that in the physical. That's how I sinned but really you're making engagements in the spirit realm and God sees it ahead of time the kingdom of darkness is aware and everybody is like on attention waiting will she open that door mm. i also want to tell you that there's another realm too that is waiting at your door mm. and you read that in revelation 320 behold i stand at the door And I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Mm -hmm. So while sin was crouching at Cain's door, God was Mm -hmm. right there at his door too. Mm -hmm. Wow. Amen. Mm -hmm. So as a spirit being, you are exposed to two different realms. They are Mm -hmm. all spirit realms, the spirit realm of God and the spirit realm that is in darkness. And they are Mm -hmm. all clamoring for who's going to get in. Mm -hmm. Who's she going to open the door for? Yeah. Which way is she going to choose? Which way is she going to choose? Yeah. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Amen. Amen. Romans 6:16. I just want to read it quickly. Do you not know that if you continually surrender yourselves to anyone to do his will, you are the slaves of him whom you mm. obey. Mm. So sin wants to be master and make you slave. The Lord wants to be master. And make you slave. Say that again. Sin wants to be your master and make you slave. The Lord wants to be your master and make you slave. Hold up. Yeah, I see that face. That's why I made it very clear. God wants to be master and make you slave. You're a bond servant unto God. Amen. Paul said that. And we're going to emphasize how God masters you and how you become his bond servant. Mm. The way he interprets it. The way it operates in his kingdom. What that term means in the kingdom realm of God. Because in these realms, they operate differently. But you are called to be master over sin. So when that sin comes crouching at your door, you rise up and tell it. I am master. Amen. 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 And it was as easy as that for me. When it kept dwelling there, and I kept thinking and figuring out what I would have done five years ago that I can't go back in time and do it, I'm like, I am master. Boom. Amen. This revenge, mm-hmm. this pain, this regret, this, this, I am master today. Mm-hmm. I'm changing it around. Mm-hmm. I am master. God mm-hmm. wants you to look at that scene crouching at your door, and master it. Mm-hmm. Teach it what it means to be a son of God. Mm-hmm. So it continues, because this is what the word says. It says, Romans 6.16, do you not know that if you continually surrender... Yourselves, you say surrender. You're willingly giving yourself over. You you do it continuously. If you give yourself over to anyone to do his will, anyone at all, you are the slaves of him whom you obey. So who do you obey? Whose slave are you? Father's slave. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's a willing slave today. Yeah. Whether that be to sin, which leads to death, mm-hmm. or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Amen. Amen. But thank God, though you were once slaves to sin, you have become obedient with all your heart to the standard of teaching in which you were instructed and to which. You were committed. So now you were once a slave to, to sin, but now you have chosen to change masters. Mm-hmm. You switched over and you are now committed to righteousness. And so you're a slave to righteousness. Mm-hmm. And having been set free from sin, Hallelujah! and having been set free, the greatest freedom is freedom from sin. It is going to mm. keep crouching at your door. But as long as you don't open that door, you are free from it. Yeah. And Jesus Christ made a way for us to be totally free. And having been mm. set free from sin, you have become the servants of righteousness. See, we're servants of righteousness. I am speaking in familiar. So he was just expressing this in familiar human terms because of your natural limitations, right? He was explaining these things this way. So now you won't be so shocked anymore. It's just a way to express it in human terms because of our limitation. Mm. Because of your natural limitations for us, you yielded your bodily members. So I'm opening this door and this sin is coming in. And then, let's say I'm Cain now, I've opened that door, and then I go and kill Abel, like, who even taught this guy how to kill? Like, you were the first what? The first human children of Adam and Eve? And then you are already killing the one other one? So now it's just you and your parents? Like, who taught you how to kill? Mm. Mm. the seed was there yeah you're right the seed was there I like it how the TPT puts that Romans six sixteen. it's like if you choose to love sin it will become your master and it will own you and reward you with death but if you choose to love and obey God he will lead you into perfect righteousness amen for as you yielded your bodily members and faculties as servants to impurity right? We give all our mind, you're spending that time harboring all of that, you're yielding over, right? Just imagine yourself when you get to that stop where the sign says yield. Every time you get to that sign, remember you're yielding over something. Who are you yielding over your members to? Mm. Mm. For as you yielded your bodily members as servants to impurity, And ever increasing lawlessness, you sit down there and castigate people and say all these horrible things. What are we yielding our members to? Both realms are continuously looking for who, who can become their slave. The spiritual realm is wide open. Each realm is at the door asking to come in. We get to choose who we open that door to. And I want to take us to a scripture in John 13, because just like God saw in the spirit realm, that pile of sin building up, coming into Cain, Jesus also saw it in his day amongst his disciples. Who would have thought that? Mm. And so in John 13, it's Passover and everything is perfect. And this anointed man who left everything to follow Jesus are seated with him. I mean, in this case, this once, at least they had a life with Jesus. I mean, I could excuse Cain because he he was totally ungodly. And another situation ensues. And right there, they are having this Passover. And Jesus is talking about somebody who was going to betray him. Mm -hmm. And then John was asking, who is this person, Lord? And then Jesus said, says, the one I give this muscle of bread to. He dips it, and then he hands it over to Judas. And what was crouching around Judas? Mm-hmm. And whereas in one case, God is telling Cain, you must master it. Mm-hmm. In this instance, Jesus is saying, whatever you need to do, do it quickly. Don't Do it. Wow. Once a man sets his path towards sin, it's hard Mm. to retreat. Mm. That's why you shouldn't even attempt it because when God is right at your door, when Jesus is right at your door telling you, whether he's telling you master it, whether he's telling you do it quickly, you're still going to open that door once you're set on that path. It doesn't matter whether you have walked with Jesus all your life or for the lifetime you knew Jesus. It doesn't mean you won't follow that path through. Mm, it makes yeah. no difference. Once you open that door, the enemy does not even hesitate. He comes in fully into you. He takes possession. It's better not to. That's why I never forget this story about Alexander the Great when he was lord and worshipped as god he had somebody who always told him that guy's appointment he was paid to do this and what was his appointment he was paid to always remind alexander the great that you are not a god you are a model Mm. Mm. you are a model No matter how people tell you you're a God, no matter how you feel empowered like a God, no matter how you have everything that only a God could have, no matter how worshipped you are because only gods were worshipped, you are but a man to place that importance on your mortality so that you don't give in to sin fully. And of course, he was a man of the world, so we're not even using him as an example. We're just saying that it is very important to understand that as a man, sin will always crouch at your door and try to drag you to destroy you. But if a man like Alexander could put a measure on how far he would allow sin take over him, how much more you and I. Now, some of us have not even found ourselves in that position, And so there's two realms again. One is crouching at your door. The other one is there knocking. He's knocking. Like we said in Revelations 3.20 Behold I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice he wants you to pay attention. Hear his voice. He's not going to crouch like a demonic ugly (laughs) thing down there just seeking to sneak in somewhere. No. He is standing at your door, and knock in. Mm. Legitimately, the right way to go visit somebody. You go to that door and knock, you don't go crouching and waiting for them to open the door. No, you actually do I am here. I am here, mm. I love you, I paid the price for you. I am here for you. Can you hear me? Can you hear my voice of love? Can you hear my voice of sacrifice? Can you hear my voice of hope? The plans I have for you are for good to give you a future at an expected end. Will you just focus in on this voice? Will you just listen in on this voice? Will you pay attention and open that door for me to get in? Cain refused. He's waiting for you to willingly surrender. I want us to see the power we have. We willingly open that door to Jesus because we're hearing his voice or the enemy just sits crouching there. We're like, hey, I want you in and then we open it. I want to make it very clear that this is not an attack, Mm. that this is what we do willingly whether people see it or not. Sometimes you do it in the quietness of your room so much so that when you're placed on a public stage, it is exposed. (laughs) And people are like, oh, the devil attacked him. Stop it, stop it. He He willingly did it. Willingly yielded each member. Oh, here's my private organs. Take it. I give it over to you as your slave. God is saying, master that stuff. I am so excited about my book. Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, Hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven he seated us in heavenly places with god so right now we are in that seated position <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing as spirit man so i found out that when adam and god were interacting in the beginning it was all about a spiritual interaction so he made you and i to have a spiritual interaction Consistently, what stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in spirit, spirit, spirit. So, I want you right now, I want to encourage you go for it, go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.